Good morning, listener. You're welcome to Nasco Moments. How many times have you washed your hands today? Remember, always stay safe. I am Hudun Gang, your host. On the show today, we will discuss sports as a platform for youth economic empowerment, identifying and mobilizing resources and benefactors on the plateau. Sports exist in every part of the world. It is both socially and economically very important. It helps boost the economy of countries and creates social harmony among people at national and international levels. Plateau State, which prides itself as Nigeria's home of peace and tourism, is reputed to have a huge pool of talents and potentials in sports. Most of the stars blazing the trail in those fields today either had their roots from the state or at one point or the other had contact with the state. On the Nasco Moment show this morning, our guest is Mr. Dimka Jafet. Help us. He is the secretary to the Plateau State Basketball Veterans Association. He's a builder, civil servant, lover of God, humanity, sports, and music. He has played basketball for University of Jos, Tapwan Rockets, and Plateau Peaks. He will be sharing his thoughts and perspectives as we discuss sports as a platform for youth economic empowerment, identifying and mobilizing resources and benefactors on the plateau. Mr. Dimka Jafet, you're welcome to Nasco Moments. Thank you for having me. Stay tuned, we shall be back right after this. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby city shine on. <laughs> and now don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soap? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. You're welcome back to NASCO Moments. I am Hudun Gang and we're talking about sports as platform for youth economic empowerment identifying and mobilizing resources and benefactors on the plateau. Our guest today is Mr. Dimka Jafet Helpers. He is the secretary to the Plateau State Basketball Veterans Association. So let's begin the conversation. Can you briefly give us an outlook, a sense of uh, uh, the sports industry generally? The sports industry is one that gives a lot of opportunity for whoever wants to be involved in it. Um, it puts uh, a lot to one for one to be able to achieve, even if it's a dream or a hobby or a business. It gives all those opportunities. Sports is one area that relaxes, so it can be said to be a holistic field, so to say. Mm, interesting. Now, what aspect of sports can youth engage in in order to become economically empowered? Every aspect, every aspect of sports, actually. Uh, here, we don't look at the general aspect of what sports is supposed to be. But, uh, allow me to classify it into two, direct sports and indirect sports, just for the sake of making it very simple. A direct sports will be somebody playing the sports and the team that helps the person play or the team play the sports. Then you have the people that would manage the sports. Um, all those areas are areas that make it business-like. If you're playing, of course, they pay you to play. If you're coaching, they pay you to coach. If you're on the team as a medical doctor, a psychologist or whatever in the team, they pay you to do that. Uh, if you're indirectly involved as a manager, 
you own the team and you wouldn't keep processing or keeping the team if you don't make some form of profit from it. And there are people that manage even the people involved in the team. So it's, it's all aspects when you look at the business aspect of it too. Okay, so the people who are involved in the business aspect don't necessarily have to be sportsmen or women. Most of them, you don't know them yet. They don't necessarily have to be sportsmen or women. Uh, a lot of them are what we call agents. A lot of them are just what we call marketers. A lot of them come in to just do some form of advertisement or something like that. So all those are the business aspects. And most times you don't see those silent players, so to say. Mm. Now, how huge are the potentials of sports in Nigeria? Well, at a moment like this, it's actually very huge. Huge in the sense that we already have people that are doing so well. And automatically, if somebody is doing well, they go back to look at where the person comes from. You go to football, you see how the people are doing very, very well. In the Premiership right now, you have the Danes that are doing uh, almost about in the top 10 of those scorers. And of course, they would ask, where is this person coming from? In basketball, we have somebody that grew up in Portacourt, he's in the NBA right now, Precious Ajunwa, he's also doing very well. The Kadiris that are also in the top 20 in world tennis. So that puts the country itself in spotlight. And everybody who want to go, I want a tennis player like Kadiri, they go back to where he's coming from. I want a basketball player like Ajunwa to go back to where he's coming from. So that's, that's huge. It gives the environment some form of favorability so that uh, once you are there or you are forging there, they say there's an Ajunwa that was there. So it gives you opportunity to even be tried. Somebody that is not known would not get that opportunity like he would get. Uh, fortunately for us too, we have somebody that is managing in the NBA. So that helps too. Oh, we have a Nigerian. Yeah, who is a manager, has won the NBA championship with the Toronto Raptors. He grew up in Zaria. A lot of people don't know him very well. If you're not in the basketball field, uh, he's Masai Ujiri. And he's a person that is also promoting a lot of things to do with basketball in Nigeria right now. Now, it makes a lot of sense when you hear names of, of Nigerians and where they come from. You know, it, it makes you feel like, okay, if, it, if this person came from where I came from, then uh, maybe I, um, there are potentials. Uh, it's possible I can do it as well. So uh, what other names can you drop? What, are, whatever, what, all, what other Nigerians rather have excelled in sports than have made a source of livelihood from it that um, we might want to know more about? Even though it involves a lot of areas, if we pick football, for instance, uh, where I stay, that's Bukwe area. You talk about football immediately. They tell you about uh, the captain, our own captain that plays. And of course, he's somebody that people relate to. Uh, recently, you hear his stories about how he had worked there, and he's doing very, very well. He's doing extremely well. Um, You're referring to, is it Ahmed Musa? Ahmed Musa. That's Ahmed Musa. And of course, you see the things he has done, even around. He's given a lot of people hope. That uh, if he didn't look like somebody that could make it, now of course he's making it. Uh, there are some very quiet basketball players too that reside now and even in the US. Uh, there are people like uh, Solomon Tat, uh, who has played from national team. He has gone out, he's still there. And of course helping people also that want to go out. There, there's Musa Adamu, who right now is also in the managing team of the national team. Uh, he is a just boy. 
coaches in Cote d'Ivoire and then of course has links to everybody right, that plays basketball around the world. These are some of the players. He played for picks right here. Mm. So, of course, gives people opportunities to know that uh, they can also make it out. Uh, okay. How can resources be identified and mobilized to empower youth in the sports industry? Interestingly, we already have a ministry and a commission that uh, would narrow and directly look at things like sports, the youth, and things like that under a commission when we talk about the states now. And if uh, we can have First of all, facilities that would be closer to people wherever you are. Now, when we talk football, it's easier. But when you look at sports like uh, basketball, tennis, it becomes a little bit more technical, getting those equipment. But if you're able to get them, maybe even at very strategic points, and then you have people that would manage it, sustainability of these things, I'm sure that it will be able to help to identify, first of all, the person to direct those resources to. Because if you don't have the facility for the person to come, you might not be able to know that this, play, this person plays well, or this person would need this form of uh, grooming for him to reach wherever he would want to. I think identifying it will start with getting a particular place, then with what we have as a commission, be deliberate about ensuring that they put an eye on those facilities and the people that come there then you'll be able to know what gears you would channel towards somebody or how much you would channel towards somebody that is interested or is doing well in those areas of sports. Mm. All right. Uh, listener, this is the Nassau Moments Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back right after this. Brightex White Detergent Brightex Brightex White Detergent Brightex For your brightest wash, Brightex For your brightest wash, Brightex Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back, listener. My name is Hudun Gyang and this is NASCO Moments. We're talking about sports as a platform for youth economic empowerment, identifying and mobilizing resources and benefactors on the plateau. Our guest is Mr. Dimka Jafet Helpers. He is the secretary to the Plateau State Basketball Veterans Association. He has played basketball for University of Joss, Tapgun Rockets, and Plateau Peaks. It's time now to continue the conversation. Now I can imagine that there are many challenges that sportsmen face. Uh, can you share some of them with us? Personally, if I look back at uh, what I, how I did in sports, I would say aside what people see as the very obvious for me is mentorship. I think that's a very big challenge. Because uh, immediately you hear of a sports person, what first comes to mind actually looks like a negative. You think it's somebody that's not serious, you think it's somebody that will not make it or it's not something that is very, very viable, so to say. So if we have people that will be able to mentor, and mentor in this sense is giving focus and ensuring that there is a target. 
Now, anything can happen in sports. Uh, a lot of people fall out, and I, I've seen several that played the national team have a lot of royals. If you see them now, it's not something that would make you want to go in. And just because somebody was not there to help them manage successes, somebody was not there to help them manage focus. Yes, the issue of equipment are there, but these are things that we have battled with a long time, and we see how them. We have gone through them. Some of these challenges of uh, payments, of finances, somebody would have to walk long distances to train somewhere. Those are very few ones that I don't want to even bring up because they're obvious. But I tell you that if you get this challenge of getting somebody that will direct you, somebody that will channel your focus, it will help even with those other ones. Because once that person succeeds, he would come back. And then all those other minor equipment things will be taken care of. We've seen them happen right now. Some of these equipment have been renovated, have been maintained by people that were able to be managed by somebody. And they say they want to do something, they come to that person, and you see him telling them, okay, fix this car, fix this piece. That helps. Yes, the challenge of equipment is there, the challenge of infrastructure is there, the challenge of even personal gears are there. It's with mentorship, I'm sure that we'll be able to Okay, now apart from going through a prescribed training schedule, what kind of supports can be offered budding sportsmen? Uh, if we're able to make them understand the process of what sports is all about, and we say this many times, even when we speak to younger ones, uh, ensure that you have the business side to think about. And once you look at the business side of it, you know that anything can happen to a sports person and it ends it. So if you don't have something... Anything such as what? An injury. An injury can happen at any time and that ends it. If you're not somebody that is really prepared or you have not been prepared for something like that, now it becomes a bigger challenge uh, to be able to handle things like that. But yes, the normal processes, we will be able to say, okay, this is what is happening here. We already have a system that uh, helps to do that. I don't. It's not like I'm advertising what the veterans are doing, but we're trying as much as possible because most of us have played. We know the challenges. Some of us have gone to school. We know what the advantage of that is. We know the advantage of having a second thing to do. So with that, we're trying to ensure that uh, even if we don't holistically help these people, we're able to make them see sense in what they are doing and that they should have something to fall back to, even if nothing happens mm. with what they're doing. Okay. Plateau State is reputed to have produced some of the best sportsmen in the country. Uh, what, in your view, is the comparative advantage of the state? It's, 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 if we manage it well, it's very huge. It's very huge. If you look at even the things that have happened economically, some of the places that didn't get uh, great impact were areas in sports, areas in entertainment. So imagine we have somebody that is like a Messi from Plateau State. And he was managed very well. He was valued here. All the stadia, uh, good ones, will be here. All the equipment or the resources that uh, you could, even not just in sports. Some of them do hotels. Some of them do parks. Some of them do transport businesses. And it's huge. It's all economical. So if we're able to manage the environment of the sports and get people leaving, people coming in to feel valued, I tell you, it's like having a parent who has done well and has a child who has gone out. You will never forget what the parents have done for you. It's the same thing. You have to make them feel valued. 
so that by the time they go out there, they would never forget where they come from. But is there something about the state that uh, uh, enables us to have good sportsmen? Yeah, we have very good environment. Now, in Bukuru, there's a hill at TCN. You need to go there and see how basketballers take use of that. It's natural. It was not built, it was just that uh, you use it and it helps. You go to Hill Station, you see the slope there that helps a lot of athletes that go up and train there. The weather itself is weather that helps you uh, do well. Naturally, when you see somebody that does sports from the plateau, he seemingly has greater stamina because of the weather than somebody from somewhere. Sometimes you hear them say, ah, what are you people doing that your own is different? It's just because of uh, what we have. And then the plenty other things that you take natural to keep your body together. We have them all here. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a big plus for us. Okay. Long distances, cycling. Now, how can these talents and potentials be adequately harnessed to benefit the states as well as the respective sportsmen? We have a sports council. Uh, gives platform for anybody that is involved in sports to be able to go there. It looks like that's the highest point in the state. And if we go there and you find that uh, there are things that would channel you to do the proper things you need to do to become a champion, a consistent champion, uh, everybody would want to dream of going there. When I was growing up, I saw one, two people playing basketball. And those people, the Musa Adama was telling me, it was amazing how he played. He was one of the people that even made me choose the position I played. Uh, because he was just amazing how he was just playing. If we have people like that and give people opportunities, sometimes in the stadium you see schools come, uh, all those things give people opportunity to be able to see that this is what is happening. That's what council alone, if it is kept very well, uh, to be able to help even those that don't have interest to know and understand what it means in sports. Mm. Are, are sports still being encouraged in, in secondary schools? I, I'm, I'm not so sure it is the way it was in the past. It, it, it is. Now even when you say the past, it's, uh, it might be a little bit relative because in the past you were there so you saw the things happening. Now you're not there to see the things happening. There's going to be a clinic for basketball in January and it's mostly targeted at secondary schools. There's, a, there's an academy run by Solomon, he calls it Lighthouse. Uh, they do wonderful with kids. They even run a basketball league for secondary schools. Uh, there's an academy, I think, for athletes that uh, runs at the stadium at Zaria Road. They also do some form of athletics for the children. It might not be as it was because of a lot of challenges that might be happening to maybe deter people from moving around like it used to be. Uh, but still, there are spotting things that are going around and uh, encouraging you to, maybe not at the volume we'd want it to be. Okay. What are your final words as uh, we bring this conversation to an end? Sports is it's an area that gives you a balance. And I'm not saying it with any bias uh, because I'm there. It helps you to be able to to, you see the sportsman, even growing old, they tell you that the sportsman grows old slower than the normal person because of that advantage of the physical body. Even in the thinking itself, you will find out that there are sports that even if you don't do well in class, it limits what you do in the sporting ground. They tell you you have to do well in class before you play the sport. So it means it has even some form of keeping your brain very alert. 
and even in the business sense of it, there's a whole lot of things you can do. You can play directly in the sports and make your money. You can manage in sports and still make your money. So I would encourage that people that want to go into sports should look at how they would get a balance as they come into it. And I would encourage people that have gone into it also to also offer some form of mentorship so that we guide these younger ones coming uh, to be able to do properly well and also prepare themselves when they leave the sports. Mm. And also give us our entertainment, our entertainment value. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Dimka Jafet, for sharing your thoughts with us this morning. Uh, listen, I hope you have learned about sports as a platform for youth economic empowerment, identifying and mobilizing resources and benefactors. On the plateau, we have to end the show at this point. Follow NASCO's social media handles for a lot of exciting information. Visit www.facebook.com slash group. You are encouraged to freely send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net. You can also send a text through 0805-774-7777. The NASCO Moments trivia question for this week is, what is the mission of the Federal Ministry of Youth and Sports Development, FMYSD? Send the correct answer via text again to 0805-774-7777. Also include your full name and exact location. Uh, Trivia question for last week was, what year was the criminal law introduced in Nigeria? The answer is 1916, after the 1914 amalgamation. Congratulations to our two winners, Godiva Edet from Faringada and Chime Jeremiah from Ring Road. You will be contacted shortly to immediately claim the promised prize of a gift basket of assorted NASCO products. The NASCO Moments Radio Talk Show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Audu, Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Deborah Galadima, and Alex Rubin. Please stay safe. Until next time, remember, always wash your hands, wear your face mask in public, practice social distancing, and carry a hand sanitizer with you. My name is Hudun Gang, and this is NASCO Moments.